only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself welcome i hit it way earlier than you did you <laughs> yeah maybe like oh, a second no. i was i was using the touchpad and it started going before you said one I'm okay sorry. fast reaction i have to like click so there's that slight delay anyways technical yeah. funness aside um hello episode 18 how's it going we are episode 18 that's crazy yeah we're really doing it harry (laughs) it's really happening um first order of business i think it's rude of us not to address the inspiration person Uh, maker yeah the, for our uh, podcast name what do you think i i, I think it's a i think it's a, a smart thing to do um yeah i think it would be disingenuous not to bring it up and i think he yeah. deserves a little bit of positive i think positive um energy going his way you know what i mean yeah yeah um I feel like you you had an immediate uh, opinion. I don't want to say opinion, but you had immediate thoughts that uh, you replied to me with when I sent you the video. First of all, I don't think I mentioned this last week, but it was in my notes and I just didn't organically fall into conversation, so I didn't bring it up. Um, I had put on his podcast, Old Episodes, right. from like last... January before prequar as they prequar and I was listening to it and I turned it off because I felt guilty oh I felt guilty that I was supporting someone who uh, had had been sort of shamed for taking advantage of women like Just kind of put it in that me too category I don't want to say yeah, so like, should, should we maybe? Crystalia. I yeah, I was gonna like, say. I even said his, yeah, should we provide a name? name. People are freaking out. Yeah, back in back in the day, uh, not that long ago, fairly recently, uh, it came out that he has been on many sex capades. I don't know what else to call them, uh, with women of varying ages and. Uh, obviously in the age of Me Too movement and all these things he was like immediately cancelled so like everybody who worked with him kind of dropped him Um, his podcast stopped airing 
Um, he obviously took a step back from uh, everything, social, posting, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what happened with his Netflix specials. Ooh, I mean, yeah. Like, I never went in to see if he was still on there. Um, but I'd be curious to know if that was... Because in a traditional setting, like, all that shit would be pulled, right? And anyways, all this to say, uh, these women posted text messages and there was a lot of allegations about, like, him uh, having sex with underage girls. And he recently came out with, like, a message just trying to uh, speak his truth, I think, is the best way you can put it. Um, yeah, what, what were your thoughts immediately after listening to it? Because I feel like you you had, like, an so, honest opinion. Yeah, I, I thought it was... So my, my the, the text that I sent to you was, what? So he's basically saying he's a sex addict, question mark. I admire him for doing that. That was a classy move. He had to do it, but I'm glad he did, and I'm glad he's being accountable mm-hmm. and honest. So, for for people unaware, it was it was about a 10 minute uh, YouTube video from his his podcast studio. The only thing he didn't do, uh, and this is very easy for me to sit here and talk about not having to face what mm-hmm. he's facing, um, because you know public <clears throat> opinion uh, and 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 all that kind of stuff aside. He's admitting in a very public forum, out loud, that he's trying to face his own demons. Yeah. And I can't imagine for a second how difficult that is. I think we all have our own demons that we, we face, and, and to go head-to-head against those demons is uh, it's a very courageous thing to do. Yeah. So for him to do that in a public setting, uh, and then for me to sit here and, and have some feedback on that, it's pretty arrogant, but... Uh, hoping that it doesn't come across that way but uh he didn't actually say the words i'm sorry right so i think and maybe that's okay maybe he did that on purpose and by design and and i imagine he did because he definitely seemed like he was coming from a very sincere i didn't picture any of that i didn't get the feeling that any of what he said was um for the purpose of saying it i feel like he was saying what he felt and what was honest about him and uh, he admitted that this has impacted his, you know, relationship and he's cheated on his wife. And I think there's a lot of good to come from that. Number one, first and foremost, he's he's being an accountable man, which is mm-hmm. something that we don't see very much these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so to put that on display and, and I don't care that he made mistakes. I care that he's acknowledging those mistakes and he's working towards righting those wrongs. And that's all you can ask mm-hmm. of anyone. Um, yeah. And, and I think, too, one of the interesting things about the video was uh, he talks about basically the long and the short of it was he just assumed that that was the lifestyle. You go out, you do a show, you hook up with hotties and go on to the next day. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Quote, unquote. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what I think that illustrates is that there's a lack of a lack of role model maybe in his life. And, and I think okay. it just kind of underscores the value of Or the of role ha- model. Yeah, you're right. So, or the role model he has is the the same, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I should I should clarify, lack of a proper role model. 
Um, if, if he grew up and no one had a conversation with him about what it means to be a, a contributing member of a society and how to behave as a, as a young man or uh, how to behave, uh, you know, this, this goes to no matter how you identify, you have to be someone who contributes and not, yeah. and not takes away. And um, I think it just shows the importance of having those conversations with your, with your kids or your, your family and your friends. And um, he definitely acknowledged that he hurt people uh and 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 he he wasn't he was unaware for so long that he was doing that and that was just really sad for me to hear yeah um i like yeah i had those same thoughts um after listening to it i feel like we saw a serious side of him that he doesn't really show no uh, he's a comedian like his his job is to make people laugh so when you see a comedian be serious it's almost like oh shit like this is really happening I remember uh, you know to compare this to someone else the first time I saw Jim Carrey yeah. in a serious role I was like whoa this is <laughs> like wrong. never he's always like the goofy wacky guy yeah so I feel like once you I don't say get past that, but like recognize that that's like their authentic self in that moment. Uh, like when they're just talking candidly, I feel like you start to analyze like, what are you trying to say? Like you said, you know, are you saying this sincerely or are you just trying to um, do the, the right thing so that society will accept you again? And I think some people out there have done that just so that they can like clear their name so to speak um when it's not the right thing to do the right thing to do is to like acknowledge your mistakes um i think we've lived in a society for a long time that doesn't let you make mistakes but i feel like that's changing mm-hmm. um and maybe I yeah i feel like cancel culture is like the anti antithesis of that uh, because they're saying we accept all but not the people who we think are wrong Um, and you can't ever be wrong once because then you're cancelled and then nobody ever forgives you and so it's kind of like what is unforgivable because then we have to start looking at well if memory serves me correct it's Avada Kedavra Crucio (laughs) and Imperio those are the unforgivable right. ones. The unforgivables. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> it's a good it's a good Love point it. though that um, you brought up like if you don't agree with what I'm saying, then you're wrong. Is what that cancel culture is yeah. about. Yeah, a lot of it is that and it's iro- I don't want to say ironic, but like a few of his episodes leading up to it was like what is cancel culture? And then he got canceled and I was like, wow. They caught they found you. Like, you put it out there. You got God. Um, yeah. So, by him coming out and just saying... Like, if he'd just been like, I'm a sex addict, I can't control it. You know what I mean? Like, then that's messed up, too. But I feel like he just honestly came out and was just like, I've behaved like this for so long. I've done this for so long. And he said himself, like, I've been in therapy this whole time trying to figure my shit out 
mm-hmm. because I realized that that's not okay. And he's like, I'm working towards being a better self. And I feel like that's, like, I don't want to say that's what people want to see, but, like, do better then, you know? Like, if you're going to be an asshole or if you're going to make mistakes, like, try harder or do better or, like, make changes so that we don't keep repeating those same things over and over and over again. And I think that applies, like, to many, many situations, Um, not just cancel culture and and people making mistakes but like just try and I feel like this is a show of of that work we'll say that he's put in the last several months yeah like since last summer something like that and he he got like which is like yeah he got quite emotional like you can tell this was Mm -hmm. a very real thing for him and yeah he was like visibly not disturbed but like upset mm. it yeah. it's i, I kind of had a thought he like this happens to comedians all the time like the people that are the gregarious ones the light-hearted ones um i think their yeah. trucks hit them a little harder when they do uh i remember like going way back but like dane cook had a moment like that um and his comedy changed mm-hmm. and his persona changed and you don't see much from him but um it made me just realize like you know 15 10 15 years ago that's that's as far away as it was where you were not accountable for yourself on a in an international republic forum everything you do now mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is echoed across, around the world um so it's yeah and when, when we talk about cancel culture it's quite upsetting because i think it goes without saying that no one is perfect no one has not sinned as it were and yeah. so for people to just completely yeah. write people off and i mean there's certain things that i'm sure like we, i joked earlier about it but there are certain things that are kind of unforgivable um and i, mm-hmm. I don't want to speak on behalf of the women that may be involved in in Crystalia's past that uh you know could be traumatized or or you know hurt or scarred or whatever but i think yeah, because those I think those women f- truly feel hurt um, or maybe abused in some way. Uh, I think that's like they need to sort that out. Like this was maybe the only way that they could get. I'm sure it was nice for them, <clears throat> and hopefully they they saw it. But it it must have must have felt like a step in the right direction for them sorry, to hear him things. admit it openly. Um, <clears throat> And I, and I imagine there's some girls out there that just yeah. were like, you know, I knew exactly what I was doing and I'm okay with that. Um, but at the, at the end of like, sure. I, I digress. Sure. Yeah. No. We and I'm sure there's them. a lot of them, but, um, like, I hope people give him the opportunity to heal himself, to get better and then to get back doing what he does. Cause I, I can't think of. There's a lot of people we need right now. Comedians are among those. We need people to spread laughter and cheer. And and, and at the end of the day, if if that yeah. if we can't allow that to happen, then then we don't have any right to expect forgiveness or compassion or understanding from anyone in our lives when we make mistakes. So I hope uh, I hope people really. And and the reason why we bring this up is because mm-hmm. he. I don't know if we talked about it in an earlier episode, but Crystalia has got this really funny bit about drunk girls and drunk guys. And uh, and just the. Mm-hmm. 
which now no, seems it was, a little bit there was there, there was zero sexual uh, yeah, innuendos yeah. in that whole skit um but it's about the monumental That's struggle true. of getting That's drunk true. girls to a yeah. bar and uh and what their thresh their thresholds are for going home are compared to guys and, yeah. and one of the ones one of his lines is is we made it and that's when we were talking and joking and decided we're gonna steal that from him mm-hmm. um and, and actually <laughs> funny funny story mm-hmm. i i'd actually sent crystal lee a message asking if we could get a license to use that sound bite for our, the intro to right. our show um, and I fully understand now why he, I'm sure this isn't the only reason why he didn't get back to me, but it's probably one of them. <laughs> You're like, it's the only reason yeah. I didn't yeah. get it. Otherwise he for sure would have responded to my yeah. Instagram message. He doesn't get very many of those. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Definitely not. No, I, I, uh, assume that a lot of the message <coughs> messages he's gotten recently uh on the internet or from angry yeah. women i would assume because there's a lot of of angry hurt people out there and as we know hurt people hurt people yes. um but that doesn't fix the greater no. problem at hand right and that, so how do we how do we fix the problem i feel like that's like with with at him the, at the or, or are we talking about cancel this, culture still like I would say with him and for uh, similar instances as what he has like experienced in life. Do you do you think you know so that we don't need cancel culture so that we can just like self monitor this bullshit. I I have a lot of follow up questions like do you think what he's doing is is yeah is the right thing to do do you think he's doing enough I mean we're making some assumptions here and not that the outcome of the conversation really matters, but I'm just more curious to know, you know, this happens all the mm-hmm. time and, and not on a public forum. What would you, like, how, if, if cancel yeah. culture is the, the answer to um, people not being held accountable, uh, what do people need to do in order to eliminate cancel culture? If, if those two go together, I don't think they do. Um, yeah, your statement kind of made it sound like that. No, no, sorry. I uh, I feel like cancel culture exists because there's people who are so angry that they're like, we need to eliminate problems permanently. Well, problems. I, I don't I see know what, what else saying. to call yeah. them. We need to eliminate problems permanently so that they don't come up again. But I agree with you. These things happen all the time, not on public forums. And we just don't hear about it for that reason. And so when something comes out and it's public, then all of a sudden it's everyone's business. Whereas, like, the person down the street could be experiencing something extremely similar. And, like, the, no one's advocating for them. No one's canceling what's going on in their lives, right? So I feel like the whole... This is obviously a greater problem, perhaps greater than all of us. Um... But this kind of mentality where, like, whatever he has done and whatever those women feel have been done to them, how do we eliminate that from happening? You know what I mean? You were saying there's probably a lot of women who walked into those situations being like, I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. And then other people aren't. 
So is that a communication issue? Is that, um, what is that? It's like, like a I greater feel like... problem that is more difficult to solve. But I feel like people just slap the band-aid of cancel culture on it. And then they're like, we don't have to deal with this anymore. This is <laughs> like nobody's problem. We put a band-aid on it. Like, yeah. that's how I We got it. you, world. It's, yeah, like yeah. it's not fixed It's me. not productive, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, I think uh, to be quite a whole other episode. Uh, but we we yeah, should definitely like, do an, an episode on cancel culture. But I feel like mm-hmm. I think you nailed it on the head. I think. I think anyone, I think it starts when you're a kid. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care who your parents are. I don't care what the relationship is, whether you're, you're come from a, uh, a homosexual or heterosexual home or a, uh, a blended family or your parents are divorced. What it matters is, are your parents present in your life and are they showing you how to be a polite member of a society? Um, yeah, are you being shown how to love and care and participate and work hard and yeah. And then good things. One thing I'm <laughs> slowly realizing is that your influence as a parent is not as great as you think it is. Um mm-hmm. is your kids will spend more time with other people than they will with you. So your yeah. your impact as a yeah. parent is to teach those kids what right looks like and what wrong looks like so they can make decisions about who they spend their time with. Mm-hmm. And those individuals will will create the atmosphere where things are okay or things are not okay. And not to suggest that uh, the people that Crystalia spends his time with were all like Crystalia or, and I don't want to blanket yeah. say, have, have done the things know. like Crystalia has done. Because I don't want to, we said a, a bunch of episodes ago, you are not your story. So Crystalia is not who, Crystalia now is not who Crystalia was when these bad things happened, right? Um but yes. I wonder how many of his his friends watched him engage in questionable behavior or and, and just never said anything like, hey, Chris, that's not cool. We can't do that. We can't behave this way. Yeah. And I guarantee the answer is not a single one of them. Maybe they were like, oh, yeah, dude, yeah. wicked. That, that whole ma- yeah. machismo-ness whatever. or whatever. But so I, th- I honestly think mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think I think episode 15 was our, my favorite one because I think we really hit a lot of great, great topics in that. And one of the ones we talked about was people just having honest conversations with each other. Um, yeah. And so if, if Chris had had honest conversations with these girls he was engaging with, or if these girls communicated their expectations back to him honestly, um, mm-hmm. and they may say that's unfair expectation because, you know, power dynamics or social settings or anything like that. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> you are only accountable to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So if you... If you Absolutely. If you aren't happy with things that you've done, you need to look in the mirror and figure out why that happened and then hopefully address that moving forward. I don't know if that's a fair statement to make. Um, no, I agree. I think that's very fair. Yeah. I, I don't think that's the answer to cancel culture. I think cancel culture is, like you said, is just angry people being angry. And, and maybe maybe it's just an yeah. attempt to not actually deal with the problem but say that you are. But uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm canceled next yeah. yeah i feel like he did a very good thing by going on youtube and publicly discussing the things he did wrong and what he's doing to fix the problem Mm-hmm. hey guys i i still exist and i still have a life and you know i 
am an example, I think. Like, he's an example of what could happen if people are given opportunities to repair mm-hmm. the wrongdoing. I never understood, sorry, speaking of cancel culture figures, I never understood why, like, Chris Brown could beat Rihanna and then release hit songs. Oh, but he just, like, he he makes so many bangers, right? Like, that was the big thing. And it was like, he was upset that 10 years later they were still bringing it up. It was like, well, people still haven't maybe forgiven you for it. So that's something that, unfortunately will probably never go away for Crystalia. Um, I, I think I think that but the fact that he's addressing it instead of just like breaking objects in green rooms like Chris Brown did. Um, <laughs> you know I what I mean? Chris Brown. He's doing the right things. He's yeah. not like going out and raging. And, and, and honestly, that's all you can ask for anyone is to is to be accountable for their actions. You fucked up. And as a member mm-hmm. of society, you have to mm-hmm. own up to that mistake. And he's doing that, which is all the power to him and and hopefully all the power to the people that he's had a rough history with so that they could all they can all heal heal agreed yeah that's a goal you can't stop uh, this not not related to this yeah. uh because i don't want anyone who's been involved in with crystal in a negative way to think that this is impactful but like you don't know what your day is going to hold every day you wake up. Bad, bad things can happen to you that are outside of your control. And you can't, you can't, yeah. you can't look back in time and wish things were different or hope things hadn't happened or change the past or whatever. You can only, oh, I, I watched a, a, a clip earlier and I think I sent it to you. But like every time you do that, you're just robbing your future. Because you're taking the time of your future to 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 deal with the past. So the quicker yeah. these people uh, can heal themselves and move on, the better their lives will become as a result. And and you you can't stop bad things from happening to you. It will happen. It could be a broken arm. Could be bankruptcy. Could be a car accident. Could be uh, you know non-consensual interactions with people. Um, but you know your best your, your yeah. <laughs> I guess your best bet is to just acknowledge that you will have to figure out and i won't say for yourself because there are a a lot of professionals out there that can help Mm -hmm. you figure these things out um to acknowledge it and deal with it and then carry on with your life as you should i I I don't want to exhaust this conversation with with this um but yeah i feel like you you hit the nail on the head so that you can grow and move forward and heal quickly. Yeah, I hope it's not. Uh, and I feel like sometimes I say things like that, and I don't want people to take the wrong message away. It's not a get over it. It's not a, uh, you know, it's it, it's a. I don't like seeing people suffer, mm-hmm. like especially some of my family. Like if they're, you know, William falls and hurts himself, or Olivia's got a big gash on her forehead right now. And like, I just, I want to be the one that takes all the pain for them so they don't have to feel pain, but you can't do that for people. So I just, I just want people to go from a state of living that involves pain to a state of living that doesn't involve pain Mm -hmm. as fast and as, and as healthy as possible. Yeah. Effective. Yeah. It's a good word. Yeah. That's why I bring that stuff up because I don't, I just don't like seeing people hurt. Agreed. 
So tell me, you right. had uh, something else to to discuss? No. Oh man, I got a, I got a whole list of things. So um, Glad one you of came the prepared uh, this week. One of the items uh, that we were going to bring up last time, uh, I sent it to you on I think Instagram or Facebook. Um, it was just uh, it was, it was a, an unpopular opinion post uh, on social media, yes. and the girl wrote, "Is it is it just me or unpopular opinion? Something effective? Like I don't think everyone needs to have a purpose in life. Do we all need a purpose, or is is it okay to aimlessly wander through life finding things interesting until you die?" And I thought that was, uh, first of all, funny, um, but probably yeah. pretty appropriate too. I think a lot of people, uh, especially men, um, feel like or wonder if, you know, what's my purpose? What's the meaning of all this? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a desire for people to want to answer that with one thing. Um, but I just really enjoyed yeah. the the casualness of this. Like, and it goes hand in hand with like, yes. don't take life too seriously. You'll never get out alive kind of stuff. So I, I just thought yeah. it was neat. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? The, yeah. So I, I, I've read similar type of, of posts. Um, but when I read that one, I was reminded of one that said like, oh gosh, I won't even quote it well, but Elon Musk replied to, to this other one and said, nobody ever changed the world working 40 hours a week meaning you have to do so much more than work a 40 hour work week to make a difference yeah but i feel like it's up to the individual like it's up to you not like the royal you (laughs) to determine what that is if you want to wander around aimlessly finding things that interest you for the rest of your life you're perfectly content with that go for it yeah but if you're feeling like there's something more why not pursue that because you're never going to look back and say wish i did less for my for my life yeah i think I mean, I'm not there, but I've never heard of somebody looking back on their life and being like, really wish I hadn't pursued all those different things that I was interested in. (sighs) Maybe I'm wrong, but like either way, I feel like it's a very personal decision. And I think that that's maybe the key that we're missing is that it is a personal choice. It is a personal decision, how you want to live your life. And if you found your passion in, I don't know, being a vet tech or Uber driver or whatever, like, do that. Do the thing. It, like, you don't have to change the world like Elon Musk. He's, like, super fucking smart. <laughs> like, no, not a lot of people are on his level, right? Not everybody's designing super electric hovering space vehicles for the earth like we're not all on his playing field so yes not everybody changes the world but are we all supposed to i think that's the that's a question. that's a great question and and i 
I absolutely love what you're saying, and I agree with it very much. And I think what's important or what is a, is a great distinction for me is you don't have to be whatever to change the world, but we have to define what the world is. Elon Musk truly wants to change the world. He does. He, yeah. his, his goal is to colonize Mars. <laughs> and like what a phenomenal goal that is. And honestly, he's probably the exact right person to make that happen. A hundred percent. But what if your world is just your kids? What if your world is your, you know, your sick grandmother? What if your world is all the other people who want to live aimless lives but feel like they have to do all of these things because Somebody that's what everyone them. around them. Yeah. So I think it's 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 this is a is a huge thing for me and it's been a theme all my life is I've always said, you know, ask not for whom the bell tolls. I despise not for the individual, but for society when a celebrity dies and it's all you hear about in the news. Mm-hmm. And I and I get that they had a large impact on the world, but there are people that die every day whose worlds are shattered and we don't hear anything about it. And this isn't like yeah. a, a cancel culture monologue. It's just I, I want people to <laughs> yeah. recognize that the value of a life is not... Uh, the number of people you've touched in the world or the, the number of people you've influenced or how big your, your net worth was. But the value of a life is, is the same across the board. People's impacts yeah. are, are, are great. And so when there are people who want to do that and there are people who want to influence and change the direction of culture and society or technology or science or literature or whatever, fucking right, do it. Yeah. But let's yeah. also recognize that it's perfectly fine for people to be content with managing the lifestyle they've curated for themselves and yeah. and showing that off to others so that other people can see that this is perfectly fine too. Yeah. I, how do I say this? I feel like there needs to be a kind of person for every type of opportunity. So if you look at different jobs, for example, there's always a need for, say, fast food jobs. And those are always perceived as, like, uh, entry-level positions, we'll say. Uh, worker bees, so to speak. And But there needs there's a demand for it, so somebody has to fulfill it. And if somebody's happy to do that, let them. And if they're not, let them move on. You know what I mean? they want to go do great things and colonize Mars do it but if you don't want to do it like don't do that either and I don't think people should uh, be shamed for it I feel like uh, that's like a um, prevalent topic (laughs) in the world now too is like the shamers of the world right the internet shamers and it's like Jenna Jenna do we need that sorry go on can you not shame the shamers please don't shame shame it's really uncool <laughs> yeah that's the ultimate right that's yeah it's true shame. you're higher than everyone <laughs> um but those people uh maybe are just like hurt or haven't found like maybe they're not in the pursuit of of what makes their life fulfilled uh and so maybe they feel the need to express to others you know project and whatnot onto others like that's kind of how i perceive them um but that being said i i feel like 
there's always going to be like small scale opportunities and people who are asked to meet those opportunities and then the bigger one big scale huge life world changing shit and like not the same person is going to fulfill both those things maybe they will i don't know but it seems to me that that's not how it's kind of rolled out so far in humanity so why would it change <laughs> but yeah all this to say um it takes all kinds it takes you know? all kinds all kinds of kinds just go where the spirit moves you yeah yeah <laughs> oh boy spirit moved me anyway yeah well that's interesting i think uh a little unpopular opinion is pretty good pretty good point about just do you i think it's like one of the themes in our in our show one of the and i think one of our our segments should be like um like a wrap-up of like recent episodes to discuss the highlights but uh one of the highlights is probably mm -hmm. doing you and being you and, and being unapo unapologetic about it because you're gonna live your your happiest life or your most content i don't like saying happy too often because um, i think it's a choice yeah happy is and uh, yeah. and then you're gonna show other people that it's it's perfectly reasonable, perfectly acceptable, and perfectly normal to do you. Um, and I think it's probably a mm -hmm. a thing social media is getting really good at is is highlighting that as well. Um, we'll see what happens when TikTok is ruled by. You're so positive with the social. I think I think social medias are very powerful. I just think they're being uh, often used wrong. And as soon as you're owned by Zuckerberg, you get. You get shit canned and it's all political do you and think negative. Is he trying to buy TikTok? Is that what's happening? I don't think so. Um, actually, I have no idea, oh. but I don't think so. I, I, I really don't think so because I know there's a thing going on right now. Um, Facebook was banned in Australia for a while because um, there's some law that was passed that uh, social media sites would have to pay advertising agencies to advertise or no, they'd have to pay for the journalism or something that's that's hosted on their sites. Oh. Can't remember what it was. Something about people getting paid for putting stuff on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Okay. Um, okay. Doesn't seem unreasonable. Directly underwrites the perp. It doesn't seem unreasonable, but from a corporate perspective, like Zuckerberg gets all of his money uh, on Facebook from ads. Yeah. Like, it's like ninety percent of the revenue, I think. Yeah. It's crazy. So then so, they were asking to, to have like to pay. lose some of that money to pay people. Hmm. I don't think it was the ads. I think it was something to do with journalists. I remember seeing the word okay. journalist. I will follow up on that for for a future episode and, and follow no, up on that. I find that interesting. Um, I, w I was talking to my cousin about this last week. Um, I sent her something over Instagram because it was like very pretty and I thought she'd like it. But I was only on for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. And uh, I, it felt like I needed to get out. Like, I don't want to stay on Instagram very long anymore because I always feel yeah. like garbage when I immediately after I leave. And I don't interact virtually at all. I'll send some messages to people. Those are perfectly lovely. Um but as as soon as i start scrolling through my feed i feel like i just like 
post after post of what everybody's doing so good and everything's so perfect and I just can't. Yeah. I go on Cut TikTok the and shit. there's messy ass moms doing making mistakes and being accountable and doing stupid things and other creative people also like I follow a lot of artists pottery pottery what do you call what would you call somebody who does pottery potterists <laughs> I don't know um like yeah all, all kinds of creative of people and small business owners and I feel joy <laughs> sounds so Marie Kondo but like I feel joy when I leave TikTok I'm like I'll typically I'll learn at least one new thing 100%. people share tips like all the time um I will get looped into some sort of conspiracy theory thought but I think that that's important to keep you know your your ideas like to keep growing your uh like see i need this i need to keep growing my brain basically <laughs> obviously this is perfect um, yeah um or i'll just like see beautiful artwork and what's wrong with that and i don't know like i think we need more of that more of good stuff um facebook i feel like i never go on facebook never yeah facebook I I... once in the last like two years i don't know i don't find it's like it, maybe we're just like the older crowd now but facebook is just so 2007 you know <laughs> it's just useless you can't even poke people anymore <laughs> yeah. what's the point yeah they've they've made it not interesting for people of our age. I feel like it, it's basically just edged out Kijiji and that's it. Totally. Yeah. Facebook Marketplace is the jam. That's true. But I, I do agree but with they you. They have like a Facebook Marketplace app, I think, now. So you don't even have to go. That's, I hate that because Messenger is a separate app too. So if you like, that's, yeah, that's it's so hard to link them all together. But I, I agree with you. I fucking yeah. love TikTok. I think it's like one of the happiest places in the world if you don't want to talk to real people. Mm-hmm. In the social media yeah. world. Yeah, I agree. And especially with the ability to, like, stitch yeah. or, or duet. So if someone's being negative, there's, like, a lot of digital clapbacks, <laughs> which are really funny. I think I... People will, yeah. I think I just coined that term, digital clapback. So maybe that's the name for this episode. Digital, digital clapback. Uh, I want to bring up something very funny about your TikTok. Which one? You uh, you posted so many. You'd 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 stitched a video about a new trend. This uh, just gentleman had posted about let's start a new trend on TikTok about. Uh, yeah, I posted like four replies to that because how do you summarize? How do you talk about your value as a human in sixty seconds? It's very difficult. Yeah. Well. That's knowing your purpose and not just wandering aimlessly, finding shit interesting until you die. Oh, right. <laughs> so we don't need to talk about what you discussed, but what I thought was really funny um, was your like your inability to say the word sexual uh, on TikTok. I don't you think said, you can. Uh, I didn't want to get canceled. 
<laughs> so so you'd, you'd made a video and you said, I've been fantasizing about the 20s and you went on for a few more words and then you stopped and you're like, well, I mean, I think fantasize is the wrong word. I don't want to sound sexual. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I was like, you should have just let it go. should have just let it roll. Would have been all good. But now everyone's focusing on you saying the word fantasize and sexual. <laughs> sexual with a Z oh, for everyone. That was so funny. That was my internal voice that internal came out in that moment, voice. I think. Oh, so funny. Be like, why'd you say fantasize? That's not the right word. You fool. Oh, that was funny. I'd actually How people that are going to think you're like having... Anyway, yeah. It's too funny. Um, no, gonna... I, thought, I thought you got canceled off TikTok if you said certain words, but I'm, I don't know. I hope that's not true. the case. I hope get, so. I Just hope get not. shadow banned. Just make a TikTok where you're saying sexual for 60 seconds and see what happens. <laughs> well, now I want to go. Okay, I have my volume off. Yes. I want to go see how many views I got because maybe it's affecting my view count. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of these videos have like five views. See? Were you shadow banned? They don't like that I said that. Getting shadow banned. No, because then my next video was 141 views, which isn't a lot. I know no. 141 isn't a lot, but that's like that's, that's about my average. That's uh, I get about t- 200 views tops. That's like way more than I get. I get like oh, I get so. like zero views, mostly because I don't make TikToks. There's one. I uh, the two videos that I've posted that have gotten the most views was I duetted this girl who's cleaning her oil oil brushes. Yes. She does oil yeah, paintings, and I was like. Oh, I used to work at a paint store. I know exactly how to manage this. Over 2,000. I have 2,600 views on that. Again, not that much, but like for me, <laughs> I was like 2,600. Anyway, and then this other one, I have 2,400. And it's the one where I do edit the girl who's like, I've never seen a hot parent before. And I was like, bitch, you get to this age and you will see them yeah. everywhere. <laughs> have you, like, um? I don't know what to tell you. You're a child. Of course you don't think parents are hot. Or at least you should. I mean, if you do, maybe you. We go back to that parenting conversation. Talk about the issues you had when you when you grew up. But um, Cassie has actually got a viral one. She has a viral one. Oh, which she, one? She posted a video. She put puppy pee pads on the couch, and yes. crib bed sheets on the couch because we're potty training William. Uh, yes. And that's got thirty thousand views. What? Yeah, it's fucking wild. Like overnight, I think it was like twelve thousand, and it's just been growing, like slowly and slowly. Yeah, so people are sharing it, which I don't get because it's not even a great video. It's informative. People leave the app and they're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna put puppy pee pads and bed sheets on oh, my couch." That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Okay. I was going from an entertainment point of view, not an education point of view. I apologize. So I am much. sorry to the video for assuming its purpose. <laughs> There's so much on TikTok. This is what I'm saying. She's giving information My out. Favorite, She's not gatekeeping I... all of her mom knowledge. She's sharing it. Ooh, gatekeeping. Yeah. That's a loaded word. I like that one. Yeah, I heard that recently. Well, we've been talking about it for a while, but I feel like it's it's one of these recently recoined terms to be applicable in, I don't know, modern times. And yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, Makes me feel like one of the TikToks of the was... Rings or some shit. So, 
I uh, <laughs> I saw a TikTok where this guy was talking about how he's never he's never seen a baby pigeon. Did you send me this or did Cassie send it to me? Did you send me the baby pigeon one? So so I I'm can sorry you I find the video? it so Okay. So there's that. I don't even know what the audio is from, but it's like very suspect. It's like dun, 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 after the person, the person will say something like, oh, this, this, and this. And then they'll go, well, how about that? And it's just supposed to like completely 180 the, right. the original point. Yeah. Okay, so the original point was this guy's whole account is about he doesn't believe birds are real. He believes that birds are <laughs> a product of the government That's to awesome. listen in on people. <laughs> so sweet. I hope it's a joke account, but that's so funny. So, I don't know. It seems like that's all he posts. So either he's very invested in this joke or he really believes it. I don't know which one. It's very convincing, so I, I really can't tell. But this said, that's why he posted it, and it just made me laugh, because I was like, I've never seen a baby pigeon. Like, what? He goes, um... I, he was using it as proof to underline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you think birds are real? Well, how come you haven't seen any baby, any baby pigeons? Hmm? Just like, mic drop moment. Right? So I got like, I got two confessions no attached to that TikTok video. Okay. Three. Number one, I didn't find it as funny because I've heard the baby pigeon thing before. Um, anyone who's what? watched New Girl, will will have also heard it. Oh. There's okay. a scene where See, Jess was trying to become aware. better friends with Coach, and uh, and he doesn't share anything, and then when she finally breaks through, he goes like, "I've never seen a baby pigeon." What, are they just are they just there? Um, I spell spelled pigeon with a D while I was writing it down. So that's my second confession. I keep saying pigeon. P i d g e o n. Yeah, correct. And it's it's not correct. Okay. It, there's no D in the word pigeon. That's, it's just a G. It's yeah, that's wrong. Just a G. Yeah. yeah. Um, no D. And I have in fact. There's no silent D in pigeon. There's no what? silent. There's no silent D in pigeon. Uh, um, and there's also no J for any follow-up questions. Um, <laughs> and I have, in fact, seen a baby pigeon. I have photographic evidence. In life. So in the world, I, in the wild. It, no, not quite in the wild. It was at um, Cassie's Opa's farm. I went to the back barn for something, and uh. something scared the shit out of me. And uh, it was just ugly, ugly ugly there's a reason why you don't see baby pigeon you know like most baby animals are cute including human animals so cute and i have a theory it's so the parents don't kill them yeah um which may not be my own theory i might be lifting that from someone um but this maybe there's a reason we don't, we don't see baby pigeons it's because they're ugly af Yikes. like most baby birds are ugly but this this pigeon was a thing from a terror film it was just so gross like not feathers, like spiky hairs that look like quills Jesus. all over the place. It was, yeah, it looked like a sea urchin mixed with a bald bird. Wow. It was wild. But yeah, so I've seen a baby pigeon. Yeah, it's not exciting. So birds are real. 
well, the, we all we've done was establish <laughs> that this is not proof that birds aren't real. Okay, yeah. yeah. It does not satisfy that birds are real. Okay. I think so. We'll have to dig deeper on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Send him, send him some of that photographic evidence you have. I will not be hopping on that train. I'm sure people have already just filled his inbox with yeah. shitty pictures of the world's ugliest <laughs> baby bird. Uh, here's hoping. But yeah, um, that TikTok, it just got me. I don't know why. Some of them do. Sometimes it's just like you're right place, right time. It just hits you the right way. Yeah. I, That's I the exp- beauty. I don't want to say I had of... to explain it to Jordan, but he was like, kind of like you. He's like, okay. Cool. No one cares I'm about pigeons. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Flying it's cool rats. If they don't exist. I <laughs> saw um, <laughs> another great TikTok. It gave me uh, my next discussion point. Um, yeah. It was this really, really nice video about uh, this guy who got out of prison after 21 years, and he seemed pretty young. So I imagine he went away pretty young and he goes, I'm going to go see my favorite teacher. So this girl, uh, and she was quite young. Um, I don't know how many inmates she's helped receive their GEDs, but it was in the hundreds or maybe it was in the thousands. I don't know. Oh, but that's nice. It, uh, it was one of the words in the, you know, there's always text in the TikTok videos. It said uh, a shining light in a dark place. No one goes to a prison uh, and wants to treat people there like human beings. Everyone okay. kind of full circle, like, you know, Chris Lee did some bad things, so he's a bad person. Well, prisoners did some bad things, so they must right. be bad people. So what I thought was really cool yeah. was this girl, this teacher, she goes into prison and helps educate these men so they can get their GEDs. So when they come out of prison, they have an education that they can use to get a job so they can become polite members of society and, you know, not go back to prison um but what was best about it was move forward yeah yeah regain some of the things that they've lost um what was really nice about it was uh the comments about how she never judged any of them she never looked down on any of them she always treated them with compassion and kindness and she literally cried when she opened the door and saw him she was just so ecstatic that he was out I'm, i'm sure she wasn't aware that he was getting out uh and then he went and surprised her and yeah it it made me realize like you don't understand the power of your actions in the moment we always think things are a pattern we always think you have to be a good person most of the time or you have to eat well most of the time or you have to not swear most of the time you have to if you're someone who smiles and waves at people most of the time um and this is a classic example like you don't know the power of your own smile you smile and wave at someone say hi how are you they could be having the worst day of their life so another and, and you could turn yeah. their day around. I saw this this guy on TikTok was going around uh, delivering flowers, bouquets of flowers to random people in, in like a public shopping arena. And every single person like got emotional because it was just oh, such wow. a nice thing to do. So, yeah, when, when you're short with people or when you're mm-hmm. you're unkind to people, um, it's just as impactful in a negative way as when you treat someone like a human being that deserves kindness and compassion and love. True. And I thought that was just such a great example of, yeah. you know, just living that life, a values-based life, if you will, um, and 
and realizing that you're making an impact in a significant mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. on other people. And I mean, like this is all coming all coming together full circle. Like what a, what a purpose that is. That you're 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 doing something as simple as going to a, a, yeah. an institution and helping people getting their GED and the amount of positivity from that is is exponential. That's huge. It's not a linear return on your investment. It's exponential. Um, yeah. Assuming, of course, that people want to get their GED and want to make something of their lives yeah. when they get out. Um, but man, that was just such a powerful video for me to watch. I, I just really loved to see yeah. that kind of stuff and people do the right thing because they're good people and then people appreciating that in return. Like that's just, that's how, that's how we stop cancel culture. That's how we stop people from making mistakes. That's how we, we just teach and grow and, and we be there for each other. We, I think yeah. we're all in it for ourselves, but if you just, if you just like, you know, yeah. did any kind of acts of service throughout your life to help someone else, like that's, that's a powerful thing. I agree. Yeah. Sorry, you just made me think of something that um, I don't say always surprises me, but um, Jordan has dozens of times, like in the winter, someone's in the ditch, pulled over, towed them out to help them out. Like um, triple, so yeah, they yeah. Have to like call a tow truck or whatever. Yeah, like he just he'll see people ditched and he's like, oh, let me help you out, and he's done that like in the 10 years we've been together like a few times each winter um and every time he says that it just like warms my heart so much because it reminds Mm -hmm. me that like he's doing the thing like he's being that good person who's giving to others and like that changed that person's day for sure right to go from like i'm stuck in the fucking ditch to oh this person's actually helping me i mean i don't know what that'd be like now with covid um also he doesn't he drives a work van so he doesn't have the ability to tow people out at the moment um but yeah like those kinds of things always i don't want to say surprise me but are like very obvious reminders that like we all have the power to do good to others and to give back and yeah i feel like and and, if we can all do little things like that i think you said it right there the little things it's you don't have it doesn't have to be a grand gesture i remember not to toot my own horn um but i was getting i was Mm -hmm. getting starbucks one morning before work which is not a regular occurrence yeah I was treating myself for some reason. Special. Um, and I noticed there was a police officer. There's a police officer in line behind me. And uh, there was like a lot going on in the news about the police. That was like, yes. you know, the Seattle stuff and everything. So when I got to the window, I paid for for that person's order. Yeah. Turns out like she was ordering for her whole fucking precinct. But uh, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, it was nice to show some appreciation for someone who probably doesn't get a lot of outward signs of appreciation for sure yeah um, on a day-to-day no. but it didn't it, it it took me zero time at all i just paid for two orders instead of one and yeah. uh and that i think probably at least put a smile on her face oh thank mm-hmm. you random stranger like it's just yeah. it doesn't have to be a grand gesture you don't have to do big things yeah. you just have to be considerate you... and be helpful and I agree. Yeah. Have you ever had someone pay for your order? 
No. Oh. No. I've uh, it does I paid put a smile for on your face. It's like real it is really nice. Yeah. I know um we you know, I'm in the military and we get a lot of a lot of support from Canadians. Um nice. We, we I did a lot of we did cuz we're in Petawawa. We do a lot of exercises um in like picture like the 417 south between like Kingston and Ottawa, like okay. all that area. You know, the, like all those roads going out to your place uh, from our house and stuff like that, we've, yeah. we've traveled on, we've done exercises on, and and so we always got to stop for the night somewhere. And if mm-hmm. if we don't have a, a, an agreement with like a you know the Renfrew Fairgrounds or the Cobden Agricultural Center or the MTO by Haley Station, we have to find a place to to post up. So we'll often set up our observation posts on intersections or looking in on intersections and so we'll have to go up to someone's house and say hey this is who i am this is what we're doing here i've got you know this many people with this many tents and we'd like to set up over here uh, if you're willing to do so we've got an agreement for you to sign um and then we'll be out of your hair like you know first light so what do you think mm-hmm. and more often than not these people come down at night when like you know like eight or nine in the evening and we're we're getting into our routine and they'll bring like boxes of food or snacks or they'll mm-hmm. open their homes so you can go have a hot shower and, and have a cup of coffee and stuff like that and I mean I, I remember on one occasion buddy this is like a farmhouse and uh, he drove down from his house because we were at the end of his driveway very long driveway and he brought two cases mm-hmm. of beer with him and uh, no. uh, my current CO was our OC at the time so if you ever listen to this I can assure you uh, we did not drink those beers. We sent them. We sent them back um, with the beers. But like those kinds of gestures are just phenomenal. They just show that people aren't putting up yeah. with you. There, I know. Um, we had, uh, yeah. Like it's just, it's just, it's nice to show people that uh, you're thinking about them. And whatever that gesture looks like, whatever that yeah. is, is just a cool thing to do. So, everyone listening, go do something nice for someone else. Do it now. We'll wait. Immediately, yeah. <laughs> well, I might uh, when I pick up Anson later. I might stop and get a box of Timbits because I don't want to make it a habit. But like sometimes after daycare, I'll stop and get a box of Timbits so that he can have a snack when he gets home, slash eat a box of sugar because mm. that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, if I do that today, I'll uh, pay for somebody. And don't forget though, that's treat point. yourself too. Mm. You deserve it as well. Treat you, yourself. You, you can appreciate sure. you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Will too. Yeah. I well, uh, I got nothing. Yeah, I think uh, I think we pretty well covered it. That's all I got on my notes, actually. Thank you for bringing notes. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks for coming prepared. I'm. <laughs> Just for, One of us yeah, well, was prepared this it, week, it's and te- it was not me. It's a, it's a team effort. You're usually <laughs> much more prepared than I am, so I figured it was my time to... And you, you gave me a pretty stern morning on the last episode, so I didn't want to upset you oh, two episodes in yeah. a row. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm so aggressive, you know? All right, well, we'll end it there. Until next time. <laughs>